We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, well, we've got some news today. News I was not expecting to be talking about or sharing today. But, alas, I think in the back of my head I had a feeling this might happen based on how this industry works. Um, But we'll get to that in a second. Hi, Patrick. Hello. We've got glassware. Got glassware. I grabbed it from my own personal stash. Very nice. Yep. And the beer that we are drinking in the segment today is the beer that I brought for us, which is the Fest beer from Wayfinder. Freyheit. Freyheit. I saw a couple of Fests on the shelf. I got the Bobtoberfest on this one. Mm-hmm. Had the Bobtoberfest over the weekend and went, you know what? For the podcast today, isn't it fitting that we drink a Wayfinder Fest? <laughs> I had uh, some Wayfinder Fest over the weekend. Um, there's actually another can in the building that I brought as a choice for Hot Corner tonight. <laughs> um, I love, I have a Bobtober in my fridge as well. I love that we all kind of finally got the 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 picture. I mean, Wayfinder, I'm pretty sure, has been on top of it as has Heater Allen, but I think there's a lot more Fest beers out there coming out in September, which is kind of cool, which is when it should come out. And thus, if you're not really digging the Fresh Hop stuff, at least you can get excited about Fest beers, Oktoberfest, et cetera. Um, so you can find this podcast, most places you can find podcasts, Odyssey app, the Apple podcast, the Android podcast, as well as Omni and Stitcher and Tenny to the fan.com. You can also find us Instagram.com slash beers on us. That is our main hub. And, uh, the reason we are here today is that today will be, or this week will be my final podcast with you, Patrick on beers on us. Which sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Um, That was not the plan. I really wanted to keep this going. And I found out the other day that we cannot. Uh, The reality of working in media is that if you leave a media job for another media job, your former employer is not very happy that you did that and doesn't (laughs) want you to do things with them anymore. And because I left this job at the radio station, which I do on a full-time basis, for another job in media which I announced last week. I'm going to be the pregame, halftime, and postgame host for the Portland Trailblazers on the radio. Um, I cannot do this podcast as long as it lives here in this building. So for now, this will be goodbye this week for me on this podcast. Uh, Patrick 
you planning on keeping this going? What oh, is what baby. is your plan? Oh, baby. Uh, life is moving a million miles an hour right now for There's me. There's a lot going on um, for everybody. Uh, <laughs> and so I've been... We got this news yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So I haven't really quite wrapped my head around it. I do have some options on the table. Um, I would like to try and keep this thing going. Uh, the thing is, is just to pull the curtain back. Uh, Odyssey, our corporate overlords, they own the intellectual property to this podcast. So if something were to restart... Uh, it would be under a different brand and a different name and stuff like that. So in the interim, I am going to try to keep this thing going, uh, whether it's just me. I have been given the okay that I can have random guests on, and so maybe in the interim, it might be every two weeks or something, we'll get some content out there uh, with some different people around the beer industry. Because I, even though I'm not currently working in the beer industry, I still got a lot of friends. And, oh, yeah. And so A lot of people we, you wanted to bring on, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, with a little more... Now that it's basically my schedule um, and just whatever guest schedule, hopefully we can still do something fun and exciting for it. At least that's that's the goal. Yeah. So when I say gone for now, I think there's a thought between the two of us that we would like to continue to do content together, Mm -hmm. whatever shape or form that takes. Uh, It's not just this. It's also the baseball show we do together that will be ending uh, this week. Uh, At least my my part in it will be ending this week. That will continue on with Patrick. Um, But I think the thought process is at some point, maybe after this first Blazer season when I'm a little bit more comfortable, plus I'll have a lot of time off in the summer, (laughs) um, to potentially start something new that is not just beer. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we love beer and we would continue to talk about beer. Maybe we would do beer episodes as opposed to every week being a beer episode. But uh I think the idea is just for the two of us to do something content-wise together, whether that's social, sports, beer, food, all of it, whatever. Um, I think that's something that I would like to do again at some point. So if you like the two of us together, that is, this does not mean the end of us together as, <laughs> as uh, content creators, but it just means there's going to be a break. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a wild thing. For me, I've been working at this radio station, what, we're in our seventh season right now? Yep. So we're in our seventh season, and I don't do anything here without you, buddy. Uh, and so that's going to be the weird, the weirdest transition of spread them your wings all. and fly, as Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, just to the drawing board and figure something out. Keep this, keep this bad boy running. Um, we wouldn't be here in what year three, year four. Uh, without you listeners. Uh, so thank you for that. And and there's a lot of you that cross over to both shows. So massively appreciate it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get to the drawing board and we're going we're gonna to figure this bad boy out. Um, it's, it's, it is really upsetting for me to be giving this podcast up. I thought I had a chance to potentially still do this with you once I left because it was not airing on the radio. Mm-hmm. It was just a podcast. And we don't talk blazers or anything like that. No. So there's no conflict of interest. But there's a lot of hoops to jump through. To, to figure out even if it's possible and it just doesn't seem worth the trouble at this point to me to be to be completely honest um I, I'm leaving this station at a time where I want to leave the station so there's a little bit of the having a fully clean break which we talked about mm-hmm. privately yesterday that is very appealing to me just to be able to fully focus on the new job I don't have to worry about anything you know that's tied to the to my old job. And, and there is something that's quite appealing to to me about that. I think being able to 
to take that next step and just take the step is yeah. is exciting. And I really didn't want to do that without this podcast, but thus thus that is what that is what is happening. Yeah, that that's that's <laughs> that's the that's the situation. Yeah. Um and so I guess we should probably um make this a good one, huh? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a good one because I'm already getting teary-eyed just talking on the microphone, which is a good sign for how the baseball show is going to go tonight, I'm sure. I already got teary-eyed and choked up on Sunday when I did my last Sunday show. But, um, I mean, we could just talk, reminisce a little bit. I mean, this, this is the end of, I guess, you, you, know, you could call it this if you want. I mean, it'll be your podcast, do whatever you want. I but bid you adieu. It could be like this is the end of season one. Sure. It's many years of one season. <laughs> but season two begins anew with Patrick and whatever plans he comes up with for the podcast. One so, of the main characters just got killed off in the season finale. Yeah, and you're all crying about it, and that's okay. But once uh, once season two, episode one rolls around, you're going to get all hyped up again, <laughs> and you're going to totally forget about that weird guy named Mike that was on this podcast. Well, I will tell you this, Mike. Uh, it's been, yeah, three and a half, four years. I can't remember. Are we in year four of this? You're way better at that yeah, than I am. I, I, no I had to do some research the other day because I actually put this podcast on a resume. Um, I think it's, I think it's 2017 when we started. E- either way. I will tell you this, Michael. You have officially graduated to a beer snob. If, if, I know if, I have. If, if there's anything, my friend, you have made it. So congratulations. I can Thank give you. you the the server Cicerone test right now, which they say any average beer connoisseur can pass, and I believe you would pass it if I put it right in front of you. Yeah, I might be able to. Yeah, yeah if that's it's the, the easiest one. It's the lowest level. It just kind of says, okay, you're not a dip. Like, yeah. you know beer. Right. And I think you would pass that no problem without studying. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am a beer snob. Uh, I accept that as truth, and I have noticed it in my everyday life. Mike, you drink lagers, you drink hoppy beer, you drink barrel age, you're all over the place. I try all the things I don't like to continually. I'm getting better at sours. Yep. Um, still not loving hazies, but, you know, <laughs> I always try. I always try. There are some that are, have been pretty good. Um I know that they say it's not, but the Animal Cookies this year was definitely a hazy from Block 15. Yeah, for sure. Delightful. I know. I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> it was really, really I, good. I, like, poured it in the glass and was like, this, nope, this yep. is not Block Hazy. This is not unfiltered. This, yes, is, this, this is, is a hazy. This is a hazy beer. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. That, that's nice to hear. I, I do I do feel like a beer snob at this point. I'll talk to people who are, like, loosely into beer, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, yeah, you could do this, 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 or this, or this, and, you're, and they're like, uh... How about I have Boneyard RPM again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter oh, okay. Hefeweizen. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, when you go over to the Blazers, I, you know, if there's anything I know about a lot of sports people, you know, it might be different for some of those that listen to this show or or our baseball show. Beer, like, being a craft beer lover is not huge in the sports world. No. So you've got a little extra pep in your step walking into the Blazers because you'll be able to teach anyone and everyone about beer and that'll be kind of cool it'll be better than let me tell you this than when i walked into when i first started working at uh, the decom pub for breakside i walked in there and i'm a big sports guy and i know a lot of craft beer people aren't big sports people especially bartenders and brewers etc and i remember the two walk- worlds do not often the, mix. no not often and i remember walking in and i'm bartending and i'm getting trained and i'm having a really good time and i said oh by the way i'm a huge sports fan so if it's a baseball game college football NFL, you name it, if somebody asks what channel it's on, what time it starts, I'm probably your go-to guy. And I remember my, an old friend of mine uh, who 
who was who was training me that day said, "Oh, that's awesome. I really appreciate it. That'll be really handy." So, who what's your favorite hockey team? And I was like, "Oh, I'm not the biggest hockey fan to be honest with you." And the death glare I got and he turned around and walked away and I realized instantly, "Uh-oh. These guys all like hockey." <laughs> and I don't know anything about it. They all like hockey so much they were in fantasy leagues together. They had playoff bracket pools. Didn't uh, they play like Hockey together? I don't. I maybe, maybe. I have no idea. So you be fortunate. You probably won't run into that. That's true. Yeah. Yes, yes. Unless they all go, oh, dude, that's awesome. So what's your favorite barrel-aged sour? And then you're like, ah, I'm not a big sour guy. And they just go, huh. <laughs> all right. So much for craft beer man over here, and huh? And then just walk away from you. Go drink your Widmer Hef, yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, why don't you go do that? Um, I guess that's an interesting point. I didn't really think about that the craft beer and the sports world don't mix at all. But that is mm. the case. They don't. The only time it does, honestly, is soccer. Uh, and I think a big part of that is mm. this town. Yeah, this town. Well, one, it's like the hipster mentality of liking things that aren't popular to begin with. <laughs> uh, which soccer? I, I would, I would argue, it's liking the finer things in life. Spoken like a true hipster. <laughs> but yeah, soccer quite popular here. And I know that you frequent uh, Bridgetown Beer House, which is a Liverpool bar now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which you guys suck all of a sudden. Oh goodness. Like really bad. Today was really, really rough. Yeah, you lost in the Champions League like 4-1. Yeah, I got a sick kid, and I was like, well, at least I get to watch the game at home. And it was like, oh, God, no. Oh, no. And we're <laughs> turn just it off. Turn it sending, off. Turn it our off. group chat, we're just sending memes to each other about things burning and dumpster fires. And Well, the, the way I, I view my time on this podcast is all positively. Seriously. the it, it It's been four or five years. Yeah. But it feels like I got fully accepted into the craft beer community, or at least like 75% accepted. Mm-hmm. I would tag along with you to events, and people would know me, or I'd, I'd met them, and, and they'd be very friendly, and they would you know buy me a beer and stuff like that. So that was always really, really nice. Um, it, it, it made me – the craft beer world is like – it feels like this bubble when you're on the outside. When, mm-hmm. you, when you understand what it's like in the craft beer world, if you're just like going to a restaurant, you have no idea, right? But if you understand craft beer in Portland, it's a bubble. Sure. And it's a pretty cool bubble. Yeah. There's a lot of cool people in it. There's all these events that people do. Everyone's really chill and casual. It's all very incestuous. Together. Yeah. Very yeah. incestuous. You know, I mean, there's there's a tree. You know, there's a tree of who worked for who and how they've got there. I mean, just the chucking a tree alone is pretty phenomenal. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, we all kind of know each other. And for the most part, we all like each other. So the, the coolest thing for me was to feel at all a part of that community doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. There's not a lot of that in my regular job in sports radio. It's mm-hmm. a big competition. You're not sure. friends with the other stations. Doggy dog kind of Yeah, world. I mean, you're friends with people at your own station, mm-hmm. but it's just th- that's your office, right? Like you would have a normal work life. Can't go mingle with the enemy. But going to OBAs the last few years and uh, going out with you to whether it was Grains or Breakside or wherever, Bridgetown, Saravesa, and just meeting the bartenders, meeting the owners, talking to listeners if they were there, uh, Bear like obviously drink. Uh, not going to forget you guys. Um, just really cool to be part of that community and feel like and feel like it because I think there's for a lot of people I would be an outsider, mm-hmm. right? You're the you're the insider, which is mm-hmm. how we started this podcast. Sure. The odd couple, and, I, and as I'm one just would say. yeah, and I'm just this random person who's coming in and tagging along, and I almost never felt like the third wheel it was always like hey welcome in yeah let's talk about Mm -hmm. this and i didn't often get a face when i asked a question that seemed maybe silly to to the brewer or whoever we were talking to it was 
okay, yeah, that's right. You know, not in the industry, doesn't fully understand. I think for me, that's the one thing that sticks out the most is just feeling accepted in that community. And and I'll I'll speak to myself as well. I think what's been really rad about this and what I hope to continue is, you know, if I can be selfish for a hot second, is this stopped me from being one of those breakside guys, one of those breakside kids. You know, when I worked there, it was just like, oh, yeah, he's one of those breakside guys. You know, he's he's with that crew. And now I'm kind of just Patrick. Right. And I'm just in the industry. And, and wh- whether I'm working in this industry and, you know, I potentially not working in the industry, um, I think I'm now just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy works for so-and-so. Oh, he also does a podcast and blah, 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 blah. Oh, met so him here. Oh, yeah, and there's nice like, to me here. Yeah, he, you know, he, these are his watering holes, blah, blah, blah. And so that's been very nice that I've kind of had been able to create my own little self-identity. I'm not strapped to one thing, and I think that in the beer world is is hard to achieve, and I don't think I'm anybody special, or I don't think everybody in this industry knows me, but I got a lot of friends, and I think this podcast helped help accentuate that. And number two, Mike, I, I honestly think from day one to now, we set out to, we had a goal, and I think we have very much accomplished that. We tried very hard to not just be a couple dudes saying, this brewery sucks, or this brewery rules, and this beer's dumb, and this beer's awesome, and, you know, fanboys of anything like that. Like, we have truly dove into the educational, informational aspect of this and let ourselves be goofy in the meantime so it was entertaining and not just like a boring lecture. Right. And I think, too— Because I've been to boring beer lectures. <laughs> They're real it's boring. just talking like this about So the... yeast is a live organism. I was about and to you're say like, yeast oh God, as well. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> of course, and the if, most boring topic would be yeast, And right? if you don't keep yeast healthy, it will die. <laughs> and that is bad. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. But why is it bad? Um, what about you? Like, uh, in Chapter 1— What's what is the one thing that sticks out to you most? Uh, honestly, it's watching you grow. Like, no. yeah, that's been the coolest, and and myself for that matter too. Yeah, I mean, because like I used to just be a you know a heavy IPA drinker, and I am fifty fifty lager IPA now. You know, like watching the growth of the two of us as just average beer drinkers. You know, I think we can we can I think we've learned to critique and break down beers in a positive and in a negative light. But I think we've But to also... do it critically as opposed to bashing. Exactly. But I also think we have found our real love for this product. So we're still able to, like, I can go home and crack a beer. I haven't even thought about if this Fest beer is good or not. It's amazing. Like, I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that's really tough is that it's really easy to just always be critiquing. <clears throat> you know, I know people that are very accomplished beer people that when they go home, they can't touch beer because they can't turn their brain off. And I think that is something I don't want to necessarily speak for you, but that's something that I've been able to finally just turn my brain off. Like I can drink Rainier and Miller High Life and not go, man, there's some DMS in this or acetylaldehyde or blah, blah, blah. I can just say, this is crappy beer and I can't wait to chug it. I'm almost actually like a a step behind you, I feel like, where – I'm doing that now where I taste an off flavor in a beer and I'm like, nope, <laughs> drain pour, we're done. If it's bad, I'm still out. I can't drink bad beer. Um, and I'm not making a habit of drinking any sort of big beer at all. Sure. Like at all. Yeah. And I think the closest I get is trying my girlfriend's seltzers and ciders she buys, <laughs> which may or may not be owned by big beer. They're all owned by big beer. Right. <laughs> Unless you're drinking like San Juan seltzers. Well, there's some local ones sure. that, are, that are there, but 
Yeah, that's the closest I get. I'm not, I'm not drinking that. So I think I'm actually at like P. Harris a year or two into this podcast okay. level now. Okay. I've I've graduated to Beer Insider, mm-hmm. which is how it started. And now you've elevated yourself to beer savant, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying. And I'm and I'm beer insider at this point. So this podcast starts as the insider and the consumer, mm-hmm. and it ends as the savant and the insider. <laughs> well said. Well said. I think, I think that works out pretty well. Uh, also, getting to make multiple beers with Barrel Lake was just such a cool experience. Those guys are some of the nicest guys I've met in the entire industry, and a lot of nice people work in the industry. I think... Honestly, the beer coming out was not my favorite part of that. It was the initial meeting uh, in Nick's backyard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Was that Nick's house? Yeah. yeah, Nick's backyard. And he's got himself a little garage bar, mm-hmm. and we would just sit out there, and we would drink beer, and we would just shoot the S. Yep. And then after about an hour and a half, we'd talk about what beer we wanted to make, mm-hmm. and then we'd leave. Yeah. And those, we only did it twice, but- both the, both times we did that, it was so fun. The first time I was a little nervous because I was like, I sure. don't know anything. Sure. And I'm like helping you guys decide what beer to make. <laughs> the second time it was like, hey, you're come putting, on in. You're putting some steak on your business on this dip. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, Trust me, I, I felt the same way too. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, see, you had been in conversations like that before, and I had never been in a conversation of what beer do we brew. Sure. And I was like, I don't know. I like this hop. Yeah. I like Mosaic. Can we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second time, I just felt like I was part of the team, which was really, really cool. So that was awesome. Um, So many of the guests we've had on have been great. I think there is something very special about Berlick. Um, For this podcast in particular. Uh, Rick, Ben, Nick, and Eldon. I've I've known those four before this podcast loosely, you know, in and out, especially working in Milwaukee. Was think, kind of a hub where you'd always run into to industry people. Eldon was the first one I met, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I've I've had separate relationships with them, and and this podcast honestly has allowed me to see how they operate without actually being an employee. And not only do I consider all those all all those gentlemen some some of my oldest closest friends in the beer industry, but I am very proud to say that I've been a Barrelick supporter since damn near day one. And hopefully this podcast helped, but to just watch them grow and be a reputable, respected group of people and and a finished product that is massively respected because I don't think they got the credit they deserved. Opening uh, up the come four or five years ago, the updated location mm-hmm. with Ranch Pizza attached, the the, the huge beer hall mm-hmm. uh, used to be in the the Blitz Lad Lad mm-hmm. Tap House area. Um, and now they are a spot that if you are visiting Portland and there's only five breweries you can go to, that is one of them you go to. I, and, I mean, for me, it would be a suggestion for sure. Yeah, so that's the the selfish part of me is kind of like I got to see how that company operates, how they do stuff, and there's nothing but massive respect, admiration, and jealousy of those that get to be around it every day. I think on a, on a smaller level, or maybe smaller is the wrong word, on a different timeline – Getting to chat with Brewery 26 right before or right after COVID started. Yeah. And then seeing them go from microbrewery into um, owning their own spot and opening up an actual restaurant and getting it going. I've seen a lot of their Instagram posts. Uh, I know that they listen to the podcast as well as the radio station. Um, 
So I've kind of kept in touch with them a little bit throughout the last couple of years. Seeing them grow from being in their garage, now having a place is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk to this brewery, but this was one that I brought to the podcast, and now they've opened up a place in Binary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked their beer a lot when I yeah. first tried it, and they were out of, like, some small little shack in Beaverton. Yeah. And I haven't been to the new place yet, but it's got, like, old arcade machines, and it's got the video game theme and the obviously the tech theme with Binary being the name. And they've been able to do that in what is now a booming craft beer area yep. in the on the in, west side finally in, yeah in the portland metro area mm-hmm. which is downtown beaverton um seeing that happen while we did this podcast was awesome also i mean on on the other side too seeing how the big boys either stayed or dipped or whatever mm-hmm. in the last few years covid or non-covid related um th- this uh, by the way this is nothing to say about this brewery in a negative way but i think one of the most intriguing things for me is that in the last two years, Freem has kind of dropped off the map for me. Interesting. I don't see quite as much of it in the stores. I don't see quite as much of it on tap. I haven't gone to Hood River since COVID, really, so that's sure. obviously part of it. But I know they still make amazing beer. When I see a new one, I grab it. Remember, they put the cans out mm-hmm. with, like, the four or five new beers, and they were delicious. They just fell off the map for me. And that was interesting to watch from someone who was winning mid-size, mid-size brewery of the year – and was growing, growing, growing just to, at least in my beer world, completely stop. And it's because your beer world is not the general consumer's beer world. Mm. Because that is grocery store beer, my friend. Is that what it is that now? That beer is in every grocery store. Well, I knew that, but they so, still make amazing Right, one-offs. but what I'm saying is I think you get to a level in which, you know, I've talked with people about this with Ecliptic. You know, talk to people, say, you know, how come you don't carry any Ecliptic? Like, their beer's solid. I like their labels, and, you know, their price point's great. And everyone says to me, go to any Plaid Pantry. Go to any Safeway, any Fred Meyer. You can get that anywhere. Right. It's not $8.99 anymore. for $9.99. Yeah, or unique. Yeah, it's not as special. And so I think the average beer nerd like us doesn't want the stuff they can get at a grocery store or a Plaid Pantry. Because there's a time and place for me when it comes to, like, Ecliptic and Bowie. Those are what I think of my Plaid Pantry beers. You know, Bowie, Czech Pilsner, Ecliptic Starburst. You know, those are my each end of the spectrums. If I'm in a, if I'm in a spot and I need to grab some beer at a plaid pantry, those are the two I look for. If I'm at a if I'm at a bottle shop, tap house, I'm probably not looking for those beers. So if anything, I would just say you have passed them by. Mm, interesting. I didn't really think about it like mm-hmm. that, but yeah, now that you mention it, there's a couple other grocery store beers that I just don't I don't see breakside on tap at a ton of like anymore. at a ton of sexy beer bars. That's true. I don't see a lot of breakside unless they're doing the one offs of the fresh hops. I don't but I'll see I'll tell them. you what. I see it at a lot of dive bars. Yeah. See that at a lot of dive bars. The bigger you get, the audience changes completely. Exactly. That's really interesting. Um all right. Well, I got a special beer of the week. You want to do this? Yes, I do. All right. I was trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. Well, uh, obviously, thank you to all the listeners. Um we started this completely on a lark. <laughs> Corporate was like, we'd like you guys to do a podcast, and you guys like beer, right? Uh, like, that's uh, not exactly how it went. Corporate said, hey, we want more podcasts. Ask your on-air personalities if they want to do one. And at the time, I was looking for more opportunities to host, and I was like, sure. We can do it on anything? And my boss was like, yeah. And I, so I called you up, and I was like, hey, do you have any interest in doing a podcast with me about craft beer? And you kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit in the beginning because I think you were like, ah, it's a time commitment. I'm already doing the baseball show. I got this job. You know, I uh. hate beer podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you hate beer podcasts. And and I guess I suckered you in to do it. And 
doing that, I kind of just went into this expecting absolutely nothing. Yeah. I went into this going, they want podcasts, so we're going to do this. We've got a little following from the baseball show, so some people will follow us. I have a slightly larger following from my regular job here, so mm-hmm. that will help maybe a little bit. And so many listeners are actually only podcast listeners. Yeah. They don't even know us from the radio station. Yeah. They just found the podcast through looking for a beer podcast from Portland. And that's amazing to me that we were able just to do this on a weekly basis, and we stayed mostly consistent through the four or five years, um, which is pretty spectacular if you ask me, <laughs> the fact that we are able to do almost every week for all that time, um, that people just listened and liked it, and they interact with us, and they're really passionate about it, and they DM us on Instagram, and they share the beer that they drink. And, and so all of you listeners out there, whether you are only for the podcast or knew me from before the podcast, thank you. Because otherwise, I think we would have stopped two years ago. I mean, we're, we're, we have a decent amount of listeners for something that's just this. Yeah, COVID you know? could have easily killed us. I like that uh, I did not want to do this podcast, and now I'm stuck with it. So thank you. Well done. <laughs> well, you said stuck. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would say you are pleased with <laughs> continuing to get to do the podcast (laughs) moving forward. Uh, So Patrick has brought me a surprise beer of the week. We will do that next. And for the last time, you will hear my beer of the week call, I suppose, unless Patrick continues it. Probably not. And uh, we'll do that next. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time! Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Time. I'm still digging at this thing. Beer of the week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. There you go. You get two of them. There oh, it oh is. I heard a pop. There it is. It's so quiet in this room that I don't even think we could hear the bottle cap <laughs> drop. Know, it's so funny. It is so dead in here. This new studio we're sitting in has such good sound cancellation in the walls. It, it, when you close the door, it feels like you're actually going deaf. Like, it actually hurts your ears a little bit yeah. with the pressure. Well, so, for the pre- final beer of the week, it is a surprise. Please tell me what we will be drinking. Well, I pulled this from my cellar. Um, I had no idea when I was going to drink this. In fact, I forgot I even had it. Mm. Um, I pulled this from my cellar because it makes me think of you, and I think this is the perfect uh, choice to do this. This is a 2018 Matroshka from mm. Fort George. Hell yeah. Um, I don't Last know. time I had Matroshka was also with you <laughs> when it was at your birthday party. Ah, you pulled okay. one out of your fridge. Okay. I don't know why I still have this thing, um, but here we go. I would imagine this one's probably still good, right? Who knows, Mike? 2018 is not two years ago. I know. It's five years ago. <laughs> I know. I always like to think 2018, yeah, that's like oh, two years ago. A couple years ago, whatever. A couple years ago. We have baseball show later too, so you can. I can I can sip on this. You can double I can up, I, I can sip on this uh, super dark beer being handed to me here. Yeah, uh, Russian imp- barrel aged Russian Imperial Stout, twelve point seven five percent. Do do do. Keep in a cool dark place. Yeah, it's done that. And don't drink if you're pregnant. That's all I got. Well, I like that it's uh, room temperature already. Well, I I chilled it. Mm. At, at home because it because it's been in the in the in the beer cellar and now it's it's and warmed then, up and then yes when I drove here I did not put it back in the fridge smart these beers often especially this old mm-hmm. taste much better yep. not cold so I figured to let it warm up a little bit this beer is really good still 
The nose is a little like too sweet for me. Like it's almost like you have the thought of, ah, is it going to be that sweet? But when you take the sip, it just tastes like a really good barrel-aged Imperial Russian stout. Yeah. There's no off flavors, nothing wrong with it. It's just really solid old school beer. Yeah. I've been seeing a couple more Imperial Russian stouts coming out lately. Have too. you? Yeah, a couple of them. As you can imagine, I have not because I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did do something stupid when I grabbed that. I was looking around and I found the 2021 Dark Star. And I was like, oh, where are the other ones? Okay, there's the other one. There's there's 20, there's 19, there's 18, there's 17, there's 16. Where's 22? I could have swore I bought a 22. Well, you couldn't oh, find it. Patrick, it's September of 22. It's not out yet. Oh. That's why you Oh, you did find a Dark Star last year. I did, yes. Because we couldn't find one for the podcast, right? I think Taylor right? got me one. Ah, that's Bless very nice soul. of Taylor. Yes. One of the original, what I would call a P1 of the podcast, someone who yes. interacts with us a lot would be Taylor. He's the one who made the like Google table of all the beers we had had and yes. all of our tasting notes and stuff like that. And I forgot about that. I know. It was a lot of work that he did over the first like 100 episodes that we had done. Um, thank you for opening this beer. This is a, a really, 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 really cool last beer of the week. Well, I figured it was... Uh equal payment because uh there's one beer from the box we haven't drank and that is a old canteon that i'm going to hold on to for mm, myself very nice <laughs> how long are you gonna hold on to that i one don't for? know i don't know i, I gotta look should, at the notes and i feel like you should probably drink it i should probably drink it sooner than later yeah i probably will yeah well i guess that's gonna do it for us huh that'll do it um thanks buddy thank you this has been a lot of fun and i Definitely have the teary eye, choky voice right now, so apologies for that, but um, that's going to do it for my portion on this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to me. Uh, keep listening to the podcast, even though I left. It's still going to be here. Patrick's still going to figure something out with I will, it. I will do, me, do my best. Give me at least two weeks for the next one, and I promise even if it's just me, in two weeks you'll have a new episode. So keep listening. It's, it's not the end of the podcast. It's just the end of season one of the podcast and uh if you guys are blazers fans uh, you'll hear me on the blazers radio network starting october 3rd which is a monday with the preseason so if uh you'd like to still listen to me do some sports stuff that's where i will be beginning next month well thank you guys so much i don't know how to close these things out when it's my <laughs> last one it is you're going to be hosting the, the hot corner sure which is way easier because yeah. you can you can close it and i can go cry in the corner i don't know what to say uh, I, guess, I guess we'll say this. We'll see you in a couple weeks. The podcast will at least. And I'll see you guys on the other side. Deuces. See you in about a pale T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.